Welcome to BSI, Variation Selection Inheritance, a podcast production of the National Science Foundation's Beacon Center for the Study of Evolution in Action. I'm Randall Hayes. Tonight's episode will be short, and I hope you'll soon understand why. I spent yesterday at the zoo, but I didn't really get to see any of the cool animals. I spent the day in a meeting watching slideshows of animals, listening to people telling me how fired up I should be about the important work that we're all doing. I work at a college, so I sit through a lot of pep talks. I even give some of them to my students. That day it wasn't working. I drove home exhausted and kind of depressed. Ever had one of those rough days where the best you can hope for is to just get through it? Today's weather was warm, but kind of overcast, and I had not slept well. During the morning, with the help of coffee, I was okay. Updating attendance records, grade book columns, the sort of busy work that you can do when you're not focused very well. But by afternoon, having stupidly skipped lunch on top of being exhausted, all I could manage was cleaning my office. I tried for over an hour to think of something clever to write about, and I failed. The issue during these black moods of mine is pretty simple. The intellectual machinery works okay, but there's no motivation. Nothing really seems worth doing. Then I came home, I got some food, got my blood sugar up, and sat outside to look at my yard, which is in bloom right now. I have a red bud, which is sort of pink, sort of fuchsia. I have a pink peach tree. It's also blooming. Quince tree is not out yet, but my plum tree is just gloriously white. In fact, it's the petals are already falling off of it. Little green leaves are beginning to come in. I like to grow food. So as I was sitting out there, I read a couple of entries in radio commentator Andy Wood's book, uh, Backyard Carolina, and I felt better. Not good, but better. In other words, I took some solace from my connection with the natural world. This is not a new idea, but in the past few years, people have begun to write about environmentalism as a religion. Michael Crichton gave a speech in 2003 that the climate change deniers have latched onto. It's very well written on the topic of religious thought being very different from scientific thought. For that reason, I will link to it, although I don't agree with his take on the data for global warming. Freeman Dyson wrote a much better piece 
for the New York Review of Books that I'll also link to. Dyson's piece gave the simplest, clearest explanation for just how important trees are that I've ever read. He said, and I quote in my crappy British accent, about 8% of the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is absorbed by vegetation and returned to the atmosphere every year. This means that the average lifetime of a molecule of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere before it is captured by vegetation and afterward released is about 12 years. The thing that Crichton and Dyson agreed about was that clarity and reason are good and that religion, by appealing to the emotions instead of to reason, is bad. That the way to get things done is through a democratic process of careful and reasoned thought. The problem is that human brains don't work that way most of the time. We decide what we want based on our emotions and then we engage our reasoning like pushing in the clutch and kicking it into gear to convince other people to give us what we want or to do what we want done. We also have pretty strong biases towards doing nothing as long as we're comfortable. Motivating people to change almost requires engaging their emotions, their hopes, their anger. So yes, I agree that environmentalism is in some ways a religion. I'm just not entirely convinced that's always a bad thing. Some days, coffee is not enough. The BSI is produced by me, Randall Hayes, at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University with funding from the National Science Foundation. On this particular day, I should probably reinforce that any expressions or depressions of opinion are mine and neither reflect nor deflect policies of the NSF. Feel free to post a politely worded comment at our webpage variationselectioninheritance.podbean.com or on Facebook. I'll be back next week, probably in a much better mood. Until then, thanks for listening.